check who's on the track next. Never half step like. What's up, everybody? It's Ronnie B. Pro One Seven Podcast Live once again. Haven't been here for two days. Been doing some uh, upgrades to the website, so thanks for your patience. If anybody's interested in watching the show live, I hope you are here already. Two thirty start. Thanks again, everybody, for checking out Pro One Seven. Make sure you uh, hit the like button and subscribe. Please make sure you check out Pro One Seven dot com. Got some new fresh gear up there for you. I was tripping out because, like now, that you can't wear masks anywhere, and and they used to identify us conservatives by the ones that weren't wearing masks when you went out to the stores. Uh, how do we identify ourselves now out in public? Well, you can do that by rocking Pro One Seven stuff. I got some new scriptural type things. Um. Great, great new merch, T-shirts, hoodies, all that good stuff. So make sure you check that out. So today we're going to do it kind of a kind of a short show, not too short, but um, got some things to do. But I want to talk about a couple of things as I wasn't here the last few days that I feel are of relevance. Uh, first thing being, we're going to talk about Trump Man, Trump is suing Hillary Clinton and the rest of them. The title of today's live is the left is ridiculous. So this is obviously going to tie into that, how the leftist. Mainstream media was lying all this time, and, you know, Hillary Clinton is a liar, and uh, the whole government that's ran by the left are now going to be sued by Donald Trump. So we'll see if anything comes from that, but we'll talk about that for a minute, too. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Oscars are coming up this weekend, so we're going to have to talk about the best Oscars and the best actors and actresses in Washington, D.C., i.e. Cory Booker. If you haven't seen those video clips, man, uh, get ready for that. It's going to be very entertaining. And finally, I want to talk about this leftist that goes wild at some sort of a hearing or something like that. But uh, it's going to crack you up. So, again, this title is called The Left is Ridiculous, and we know that they are. So let's get into the first story right away. We want to talk about Donald Trump back in the news for suing Hillary Clinton for the fake impeachment hoax. Let's go back and rewind the still dossier, all this stuff in 2016, Russia collusion, right? They impeached him, first of all, for having a phone call with uh, Vladimir Zelensky from Ukraine. Look how that's turning out. All right. We know that Ukraine is corrupt. We know that the Democrat Party is is is, is super corrupt. And they basically had a four-year witch hunt on Donald Trump. Now, all of you leftists and anybody else that's watching this video, I'm sure you understand now. Do you see what they were trying to do? He wasn't a politician. He wasn't part of the swamp. So they used every resource in their arsenal to try to get rid of this man. Everybody was mad about some mean tweets, but really he was a boss. Look at the wars going on, all this other stuff. But you see the leftists and the Democrat Party and even uh, these Uno Party Rhino Republicans, they're also in on it, the Uno Party, right? They, they, they want these wars. They get great kickbacks from Raytheon and Boeing and all these uh, warmongering corporations. So this is all what we have been used to for the last, you know, 30, 40 years with the government. I think like, you know, since after Ronald Reagan, really, when, when you start with the, the first Bush and you go all the way up, you know, to uh, to right now. And the only gap in this warmongering stuff is Donald Trump. It's only one. OK, so. Make sure you write down that little fact, fact, not feelings. By the way, the facts, not feelings shirt is on sale. Make sure to check that out. So let's get to the article. And uh, this is from the Daily Wire. And again, please make sure that you hit that like button. Very, very appreciative of you for doing that. So the first this first story here, Trump sues Hillary. 
dozens of others for over far-reaching Russian collusion conspiracy. We all know this is a lie. Um, you know, Sean Hannity has been kind of like off his game a little bit recently. And uh, but one of the things that he was always good about was talking about this Russian collusion hoax. So let's get into it here. Formal former President Trump sued numerous people and entities involved with the Steele dossier and the 2016 Russian collusion conspiracy on Thursday. Trump's suit filed in the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of Florida accuses former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton former FBI director James Comey, that guy is a ridiculous joke, and the DNC and dozens of others of engaging in an organized plot to spread malicious and false information about Trump. Uh, In the run-up to the 2016 presidential election, Hillary Clinton and her cohorts orchestrated an unthinkable plot, one that shocks the conscience and is an affront on this nation's democracy. So this is a, this is really very interesting. I was listening to Jason Whitlock yesterday on his podcast, and he had this very interesting guest on. Uh, it was a gentleman that wrote a paper about the legal system. Now, this is all fine and good, but we've seen evidence come out in regard to the quote-unquote 2020 free and fair election, one of the fairest elections in, in the history of the United States, supposedly. Uh, there's stuff that came out about that, but then again, nothing comes from it. You know, you have these situations with the Hunter Biden laptop, the quid pro Joe, Joe Biden and stuff was saying that he was going to fire the prosecutor of of the of the organization that Hunter Biden was working for. Zero experience Hunter in Burisma as a gas company getting fifty thousand dollars a month and picking up bags of money. There's never any prosecution. So getting back to what I was saying about the Jason Whitlock thing is like. The guest was talking about this fact, which is really kind of scary, is that nowadays nobody is really going to be prosecuting and taking on these cases if you're not on the side of the woke Democrats. A lot of these law firms and stuff, they're, they're really more interested in wins and losses and and, uh, and public perception. You know what I'm saying? It was just like the Harvey Weinstein thing. People didn't want to go against him and prosecute him because these elitists and these leftists have so much power that how are you going to actually get... Um real legal justice if you're going up against the swamp and you're going up against these powerful elites that control everything, you know, and and the guy made a, a, a very good point. Like, well, if you don't have people legally to fight for your rights, then do you really even have rights? Right. So if you, you know, think about it, like, you know, if, if you go to court, like I mean, let's 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 take up the January sixth, for example. These all these people under the Fourth Amendment are supposed to get due process, okay? And uh, they are they have been in jail since January sixth, twenty twenty, with no trial and no charges. When we have clear evidence of seeing a lot of these people were let in by the Capitol Police, walking around taking selfies, no crime was committed, right? Maybe you can say misdemeanor trespassing or something like that. But that's the people's capital. So these people are being held in a house and jailed with poor conditions, solitary confinement. And and there's no legal recourse. Who, who's, who's standing up for these people? Where is the law? The problem is, is there's no law that's going to help out people if you side with Donald Trump or you side with the MAGA movement. And that's scary. So uh, as, as glad as I am to see that Trump is here trying to sue Hillary Clinton 
um, over this Russian collusion hoax that we know now it's, it's not even like a talking point. It's, it's, this is actual fact that everything was made up and it was false. And they want to impeach this guy over this. I mean, we also had the situation with Hillary Clinton just recently uh, about her paying off people and stuff. But whatever happened with that, are these, these people are above the law. So I don't know what the answer is. I just thought that it's an interesting story that Trump's going to try to do it. Um, let me go back into the story and see if there's anything else we're worthy of talking about. But if anybody could do it, I think it'd be Donald Trump. But again, look at what they did to Rudy Giuliani. He had the laptop and they went and raided his house, kicked down his door, took his stuff, disgraced him. You know what I mean? And the thing is, if anybody has a point of view that's different from the mainstream media narrative, they label you as crazy or conspiracy theorists. They want to talk about Rudy Giuliani's hair dye instead of talking about the actual facts and all the good he's done for America, how he changed New York around. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, let's just talk about this, what happened with the Mueller case. So former special counsel Robert Mueller, if you guys remember that, found no evidence of the alleged collusion after a roughly two-year investigation into the dossier and Russia's role in the 2016 election. Trump lawsuit alleges that the defendants violated U.S. RICO laws or laws used against organized crime groups such as gangs and mafias, among other violations. The members of the enterprise are the group of persons associated together for the common purpose of carrying out on an uh, ongoing enterprise. Specifically, the enterprise had a common unlawful goal of dismantling the plaintiff's political career and or impeding his ability to effectively govern throughout fraudulent, deceptive, and criminal means, including but not limited to falsely implicating the plaintiff, the Trump campaign, and the Trump administration as colluding with Russia, the law state, lawsuit states. So again, man, just think about all the crazy news. I mean, that, that's why you uh, CNN and all these channels were getting all these ratings for those years based on a bold-faced lie, and nobody's talking about it, and nobody's holding them accountable. So I guess we'll see what happens. I don't really think much is going to come with it, to be honest with you. And that just goes to make me think, too, man, coming up in these midterms elections right now in November, that's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. We're looking at what? What is it, March? So you're looking at what, like six months, seven months away now? Do we even trust this election system? The election integrity and our, you know, feelings about such said integrity are really scary right now. And I don't know if that's something that we have anything that we can do about either. We have basically turned into a banana Republic and uh, thanks to the leftists, you know, and you, you want to talk about judicial systems in the United States. That's going to lead me right into this next story where I want to talk about the, the Supreme court nominee which is basically, it's just a technicality that we're even having these confirmation hearings because he's going to get in. But uh, we just want to talk about that in regards to that. That's another example of how crazy and ridiculous these lefters are. So let's get into it. So right here, we're going to talk about the Oscars for the best actors in politics. I mean, the first one's got to go to what's-her-face. I forget her name again. I can't even, like, it's, uh, I almost want to call her, uh, was it Taji P. Henson? <laughs> that's, the, that's the actress. That's the black actress um, who was also in the news for running her damn mouth and not knowing what she was talking about. But I'm sure you guys have known by the time of watching this video, because this was like about two or three days old, that the Supreme Court nominee said that uh, she can't define what a woman is. Okay. 
And it's crazy because we're not even supposed to be having these judges really be involved with a political party. They're supposed to float above all of that and just governed by what the constitution says. The constitution says this, we make laws or we judge on rulings of laws and cases based on this or that. But now we have a case now where you have Sotomayor and all these other people, Breyer and all them. Well, Breyer is the one that moved out for this lady to become a um, Supreme court justice. And the, and the real reason for that, I believe is because he probably got some sort of pressure and you know, they always have something on all these people like the, you know, again, the, the Weinstein stuff and all that, right? Like they, they always have something on somebody. So they probably have something on Justice Breyer and they were like, hey, listen, man, you better, I'm going to need you to retire in case, you know, uh, something happens to Biden and, you know, we wouldn't want you to stick around and then you retire by the time 2024 comes around and then Trump or DeSantis, when they get elected presidents, all of a sudden you're going to nominate another conservative judge. So why don't you just step down? We're going to bring in a young leftist activist, Supreme court justice, and uh, we'll be done with it. And we'll get you a nice little pension and get you some stock in this Raytheon warmonger and stuff, get you a nice little retirement package. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure that had to do with all of this. And, uh, you know, again, the left is so ridiculous that like <laughs> you got a, a, what did Biden say? I'm going to elect the first black woman vice president. So he elects, the full Kamala, who's not even black. Then he says he's going to elect the first black Supreme Court woman justice, who is this lady. <laughs> but uh, she, is she really a lady? Is she really a black lady? Because she goes on the stand and these hearings. And when she's asked by, by Marsha Blackburn, can you define to me what a woman is? She says, no, I can't. <laughs> You cannot make this stuff up, man. These people are ridiculous. And this is supposed to be a judge. This is supposed to be the highest minds in the land. The lady that says that she can't even define what a woman is. So Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown Jackson said on Tuesday that she would not provide a definition for the word woman. Uh, she appeared before the Senate Judiciary Committee for a second day of the hearings and push back on the question from the Senator Marsha Blackburn. And let's watch it. If you haven't seen the clip, this is, this is where we're at. <laughs> there is no truth anymore. There is no legal recourse. And that's what I'm saying in the first segment. It's like, how can you trust the judicial system to fight for you when you got people like this leftist activist that's going to become a judge now that can't even define a woman? Check it out. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman can i provide a definition mm -hmm. no yeah i can't you can't <laughs> not in okay. this context so i'm not a biologist the meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition senator in my work as a judge what i do is i hang on a second so she said that i can't i can't give you a definition of what a woman is because I'm not a biologist. But at the same, at the, at the same time, talking about both sides of your neck, these leftist activists want to say that a woman is not defined by biology. Isn't that right? Isn't that correct? And at the same time, also Joe Biden said he was electing a black woman. So is she not a black woman? Wouldn't she just say, well, I am a woman. A woman is someone who is a female adult. A woman is somebody that has 
double X chromosomes, somebody that is born with female reproductive organs, right? But they can't do that now. That's how woke we are. And we have a woke Supreme Court justice now going to be on the Supreme Court. America is lost. Address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments and I look at the right. law and I decide. Well, so I'm not. The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Just last week, an entire generation of young girls watched as our taxpayer-funded institutions permitted a biological man to compete and beat a biological woman in the NCAA swimming championships. Again, he's talking about, uh, she's talking about Leah Thomas, of course, that's been getting in the mainstream. And that's the whole question as well is, is like, when you go to these leftists and you say, well, wh what's a woman? Define woman for me. Matt Walsh did that great example on the Dr. Phil show, which I did a uh, segment or I did a whole video on that actually, like about a month or two ago. And to these trans, these trans activist people that what's a woman, then they can't even define it. So you, you basically just have to turn the cards around and all this stuff is really just common sense. How come you just, well, what's a woman then? They, they can't define it because they'll say that it's a social construct. Okay. So it's a social construct, but so it's not biological, but then yet this woman, Kataji Brown Jackson, here was saying, well, I'm not a biologist, but it's not about biology. I thought just like it's not about biology when it came to Leah Thomas. Anyway, what message do you think this sends to girls who aspire to compete and win in sports at the highest levels. Senator, I'm not sure what message that sends. If, if you're asking me about the legal issues related to it, um, those are topics that are being hotly discussed, as you say, and I, could come to the court. So, you know. uh, can you provide? Yes, yes, they can come to the court and they will come to the court. And how does that make you feel as an American citizen that like now if something like this comes to the court and you're worried about protecting your child as far as public education system with all these laws right now that are slanted towards this leftist agenda, like the transgender stuff in the schools, like the don't say gay bill, that's the parental rights and education bill that everybody is saying that is so homophobic and stuff because again, they're trying to, groom your kids for pedophilia. That's all this is really about. The LGBTQ plus, that plus, they keep adding letters, A-E-I-Q-P-S-2-W-X-Y-Z-A-B-C is added to the end of it with a plus because it's going to continue to be, well, plus they want to put that other P in there, pedophilia. So they want to get your kids understanding what sex is and sexuality. So when the, so when dude rocks up to her and says, hey, uh, we talked about sexuality, huh? You want me to touch you in that little special spot that you like? Or, you know, let me show you. You know what I'm saying? These people are ridiculous. These leftists are ridiculous. And this is a Oscar of the Year contender for Best Female Actress in Washington, D.C., uh, pretending to act like a judge. Again, you have a judge that doesn't even know the definition of a woman. And she, know, and she knows what the definition is. And so that's what makes this even more disturbing is that, like, you are a liar. <laughs> this is deception. This is the father of lies. So this is satanic. You are a liar. For the sake of you saving face and you want to represent 
your leftist activism in this in in the Supreme Court, and you right here on a national stage, you would rather lie than be honest and say what a woman is because you don't want any backlash because you know some court cases are going to get to the Supreme Court within the next few years. And you don't want to have set the precedent that you said that a woman is a is a biological adult female with reproductive organs because you are, you know, beholden to the Democratic leftist Marxist party. When a judge is not supposed to be in any political party, <laughs> he's just supposed to be ruling on the Constitution. But that's where we're at because the leftists are ridiculous. So she gets she gets the best Oscar. Best Actress Oscar for in politics in Washington, D.C. The Best Actor Award is going to go to my uh, most oppressed, privileged guy, my blue-eyed brother, Cory Booker. <laughs> now, if you haven't seen this video, this is absolutely ridiculous as well. This is Cory Booker. Um, when, uh, when he had his chance to interview uh, Miss Brown Jackson uh, at, at the Senate at her hearing, it was uh, pretty ridiculous, and he is a great actor. Now, this this guy was one of the ones that was getting all on Kavanaugh when he was getting uh, had his hearing or whatever like years ago, and he she, he was busting his his uh, testicles, <laughs> talking about how he had a beer in high school on summer break with his boys by the pool. You know what I mean? That, that that's the level of stuff that we deal with with these Democrat leftists. And he tries to talk all these stories about how oppressed black people are and this and that. Granted, this is a guy who is uh, uh, raised by two parents that were rich IBM executives. He grew up in the suburbs. I forget where he went to. Uh, was it Harvard or Yale? Super privileged life. And it's always these people that always are beating the drum of the of the systemic racism so much. So uh, let's let's watch this here. This interview here and i'm gonna fast forward a little bit but just just look at the foolishness and the lyingness and the acting this is like jesse smollier okay <laughs> they could be the same person they're basically interchangeable in this context family and you speak to service 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 and i'm telling you right now i'm not letting anybody in the senate steal my joy <laughs> i told you this at the beginning I, I have, I, I'm embarrassed. It happened earlier today. I just look at you and I, I start getting full of emotion. <laughs> I'm jogging this morning and I'm at the end of the block I live on. And I get terrified because I put my music on loud when I'm jogging, <laughs> trying to block out the noise of the, of the heart attack I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> and this woman comes up on me, practically tackles me, an African-American woman. And the look on her eyes, she just wanted to touch me because I think because I'm sitting so close to you <laughs> and tell me what it meant to her to watch you sitting where you're sitting. And you. So, again, th th this is this is the, cl the classic example. Again, you notice he's not talking about anything in, re in, in regard to her judicial record or Jewish. What was it called? Jewish prudence. Which, by the way, she's ruled extreme, uh, extremely lefty in the regard, not prosecuting crime the way it's supposed to be prosecuted. I mean, there's a, there's the, the the real big example of her uh, only giving a 
was it a was it somebody that was watching and consuming and sharing child pornography only two months when uh I think she he was supposed to get like three to fifteen years because he was black, of course, right? So again, she's on this social justice stuff, and you see Cory Booker here is, is acting all giddy and stuff because they what do they do? What do I always tell you? They they play on the heartstrings and try to get you emotional. It's the first black woman, whatever. But you're not a woman though, because you don't even know what a woman is. Okay. Nobody's fawning over Clarence Thomas. Nobody's talking about Clarence Thomas, the first black, uh, uh, well, the, the current black conservative justice on the court, because he's not a, he's not really black. He's not really black. He's conservative, so he's not he's not really black. He doesn't have braids and dreadlocks in his hair, you know. He's not. He doesn't have the black fist on his profile picture. He's not really black. Anyway, let's watch a little more of this. You did not get there. Because of some left-wing agenda? He didn't get here because of some dark... Uh, you did get here because of some left-wing agenda. And uh, now you see here starting to cry with the sniffles. And I'm going to fast-forward a little bit here. This is a long video, but there were some other parts that I thought were pretty funny. Let's go right there. Dissertation on our disagreements. He gave the best speech on race. I wish I could have given as good of a speech but talking to the challenges and indignities that are still faced. And you're here. <laughs> I was in the White House with my Democratic colleagues and I'm, again, I'm in my joy, I can't help it. <laughs> and, and, and the president's asking our advice, who should we nominate and whatever. And I look at Kamala and we have a knowing glance, which we've had for years, when she and I used to sit on this end of this committee at times. And then I try to get out to the president what it means what it means. <laughs> and I want to tell you when I look at you, this is why I get emotional. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're a person that is so much more than your race and gender. You're a Christian, you're a mom. She's not a Christian. You're, you're an intellect, you <laughs> love books. But for me, I'm sorry. I, I, it's hard for me not. Okay, so, so you do understand that this is supposed to be an interview? And he's grandstanding. He's grandstanding. He's trying to get time for himself to talk his stuff. And again, he, he's trying to get that Academy Award for Best Actor in Politics. Cory Booker, you get it, man. You get it. I can't even, hey, there's nobody that's coming even close to you. I mean, I would say Lindsey Graham sometimes might be up for uh, the nomination, you know, because he's a fake Republican, warmonger, rhino-type dude himself. But I don't know. C Cory Booker takes the cake. Uh, just for the sake of time, I'm gonna go to the end. He starts talking about something else here. I think it was about the seven minute mark. Let's check it right here, and then uh, go to the next story. And nobody's taking this away from me. So you got five more folk to go through, <laughs> five more of us, and then you can sit back and let us have all the debates. And I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be a well charted Senate floor because it's not gonna stop. They're gonna accuse you of this and that. Heck, in honor of your person who shares your birthday you might be called a communist but don't worry my sister don't worry god has got you and how do i know that don't worry my sister you see how they do all right that's enough of that but you see how they do though my sister right they always want to go back and take it take it down to some like uh I don't know uh, some hood game brother sister 
right? But but you notice this only comes from from the elitist to other elitists. They never really do anything for the black community. This woman's not going to really do anything for the black community either. You know, she has been commissioned by the Marxist leftist communist into this position. The Briar stepped down, her coming right in. That was just a secure to make sure no matter what happens, uh, God forbid something would happen to Briar later on, that uh, they have their leftist activist in there. You know, she she basically is a liberal white person, if you want to, you know, put it in terms of her her ideology. Okay, I mean... Again, and, and when you talk about like black versus white and they always want to say that you're a monolith, this is what they want you to be when you're black, a leftist Marxist, my sister, my sister. <laughs> anyway, best award, best actor award goes to Cory Booker. You deserve it until the next season. All right. Last story. Uh, we want to talk about this leftist that goes wild. I wanted to end it on this. Because this this was uh, pretty entertaining. <laughs> uh, again, when we talk about leftists, they deal with emotion. They don't really deal in facts and logic. Um, a lot of them are participation trophy kids. You think about it in the 90s and the 2000s, the kids that played football and baseball and all these kinds of things. And uh, they didn't really get they didn't keep score. You know, there'd be soccer matches, but no, there's no score. There'd be baseball games with no store, no score. There'd be baseball and football games with mercy rules. Like if somebody scores too many touchdowns and they just call the game over because the team's getting beat up too much. You know what I'm saying? And now all these kids from the 90s and 2000s are now in these upper echelon positions. And now they're in colleges and now they are, you know, in their 20s or whatever, in 30s. So these people don't know how to act. I, I did a, a video a while back about uh, the beta soy boys. That's what I'm talking about. These beta soy boys. They've never been in a fight. They never got punched in the mouth. They never really had to deal with any adversary. They've been coddled too much by their parents. You know what I'm saying? So and they don't even examine their own life. And they know their own life is ridiculous. So therefore, they have to virtue signal to prove how great of a person they are by standing for the black fist in your profile picture or putting a Ukraine flag up in your profile picture to demonstrate to the world how great you are, right? Like calling Trump a Nazi. Basically meaning that anything that I don't like, anybody that I don't like is a Nazi. You know, anything that, anybody that disagrees with my ideolo ideological position is racist. Or that's hate speech. And you look at the people that are running Twitter right now, the same thing. Facebook, all, all, all the same. You don't agree with our position. You are a Nazi. You are full of hate speech. You're a fascist. You're a racist. So I want to talk, I wanted to bring up this video from this guy, this leftist here, that I thought was uh, pretty, pretty damn funny. And uh, he's at this committee here. Uh, this was in front of a mayor, and uh, I'm going to play this video for you a little bit, and we're going to talk about it. War with Ukraine and Russia. If we had a nuclear war, it would be worth it if it could just save one life. <laughs> what? 
Okay, okay, okay. The jig is up. Hey, I just I just want to let you guys know that that's actually a joke. Okay, <laughs> that's not that's not a real leftist. This guy, his name is uh, I forget something Campbell. I'll I'll put a link in the description. But this guy does like comedy and parody stuff. There's there's this guy, and there's another there's another guy. I forget his name. I'll try to find him too. But they're both on Twitter, and they are they are spectacular. And this is what I this is what I talk about when I talk about doing the Clown World episodes. When I make those episodes, we're at the point right now where where satire and comedy from the left, they are so ridiculous that you can't even tell if something is a joke or if it's real. Because, because a real leftist, these 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 beta soy boys right now, they act exactly like this fool right here that he's doing right now. And this is a joke. So he's over here clowning. <laughs> he's, he's clowning and acting like a like a whiny beta leftist, but he's actually a conservative Christian. Okay, so I had to get you on that. So I hope, I hope I got you thinking. But let's watch the rest because he, he does it to a T. You know what I'm saying? This, this, this impersonation of a leftist is great. And uh, this guy should be blowing up. This video has already got like 1.5 million views, I think, in like three days. And and, and this is great. Um, let, let's watch some more. And that is your social responsibility. Everybody. <laughs> One of the people I look up to who I've begun to love is Klaus Schwab. And he said by 2030, you will own nothing and be happy. And I stand with him because I am not selfish. <laughs> and those who stand against it are selfish. <laughs> this guy's great, man. I was shopping at Target in the pride section looking for a shirt for my six-year-old openly <laughs> Look at the guy behind me <laughs> After I got off work at Starbucks where I'm a barista But at least I know that I was helping the LGBTQ community while Brianna Taylor was killed Every man and I was proud of Dr. Fauci that's who made a vaccine for white supremacy I hate myself! Thank you, that's your time <laughs> Appreciate it well, <laughs> You'll take a knee for yeah. George Floyd. Do that over there so we can get the next person. <laughs> yo, yo, hey, shout out to him, man. Let me let me see what um what his handle is. Oh, uh, yeah, I just leave it back. Yeah, something Campbell. I'm gonna put it in the description box. You gotta follow that guy, give him support. We need more people like this clowning on these leftists. Okay, because you can't reason with them, all right? You can't talk facts with them. You can't really talk logic with them. You can't talk spirituality and God with them. So the best way to deal with these people is just to clown on them, make fun of them, you know? We are called as Christians to, like, you know, be respectful and all these kinds of things with love or whatever. But look, that's not violence. You're basically doing a a, a, a breakneck impersonation. That was incredible. <laughs> He said, I wish I could have done something to uh, stop the murderers or Breonna Taylor. I'm going to take a knee for George Floyd. That was, that was incredible, man. Shout out to him. And, uh, yeah, these leftists are crazy. 
And, and again, like, you know, shout out to the Babylon Bee, shout out to everybody else. I mean, and just the mainstream news media, you don't know if it's satire or if it's, or if it's a joke. That's how loony the left has gotten in the United States today. But hey, what are we going to do about it, right? Just get out and vote in 2020 and just pray and hope for the best. So, all right. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, get on out here in a few minutes. I just want to show you this new joint that I got right here. This is the Jesus Lives t shirt. Pro 17 original. We got this in several colors. We got some more merch. I got the new Pro 17 Circle Cross joint. That's that's pretty nice. I got more stuff coming on. The website just got a whole revamping. I'm continuing to work on that. So those of you that are supporting Pro 17 by uh, supporting American small businesses, my wife and I really appreciate it. So make sure you cop your own joint like this right here. Jesus lives, which he does. And uh, thanks for watching the video, guys. I'll be back tomorrow with something probably or Sunday. And always remember Pro 17 stands for Proverbs 17, which reads, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Do not be a leftist. And don't watch the Oscars this year, man. Please. There ain't nothing there worth your time anyway. All right? Ronnie B. out. God bless. Till the next episode.